0: What up, yo? Welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show with your host, Mark—that's me. Today is Tuesday, August thirteenth. You could also follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at Fantasy Knockout, and then on Instagram at Fantasy Underscore Knockout. So, what do we got going on today? I gave it a uh, a ten. A ten. <laughs> That's right, ten top ten quarterbacks. I'm so pumped. I am excited. Football's back on TV. It was the first day of school yesterday. You know what that means? To me, that that all is right in the world. When the kids get to go back to school, you get the football on the weekends. It just feels normal again. Oh, so much fun. So exciting. Quick reminder: you can support the show by becoming a knockout member. Some of the perks are priority question and answers. You get access to draft cheat sheets. You can do this by clicking on the Patreon tab on the website at fantasynockout.com. Let's get into the news. News with views. To start it out, quarterback Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. So, NFL Network's Jane Slater reports Dak is seeking $40 million annually. And he's already turned down $30 million offer that the Cowboys have, you know, sent him. But then Pro Football Talk reports Dak has not even asked for $40 million annually. This is what's so frustrating is you get these mixed reports. This is the to me, this is the the media just don't know what they're talking about. I mean, you got conflicting reports here. That's why I'm here to break it down, explain all what's going on. Right now. Dax in contract negotiations. That's all that really matters. Until he signs, then, you know, he's holding out. Or maybe he's reporting to camp. But we'll let you know what's going on here. Uh, Next, we've got wide receiver Amari Cooper, still of the Dallas Cowboys. His coach, Jason Garrett, confirmed Cooper's heel is day-to-day. He missed the last few practices with a bruised heel. Then, tight end David Njoku of the Cleveland Browns. He missed practice Monday with a knee injury. Not much there. We're still monitoring that one. Uh, Next, wide receiver, Marquise Lee of the Jacksonville Jaguars. His coach, Doug Marone, said Lee may not be ready for the start of the season. They're saying um, he'll be on the uh, pup list. Running back, Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. He returned to practice. He missed nine days with a hamstring strain. So that's good news. Get him back on the field. Get him acclimated with that first team. Because I like Aaron Jones this year. I think he's got a lot of upside. And then tight end Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's week to week with his calf injury. Not looking long term. or not concerned about that one. But just enough to let you guys know. Next wide receiver Antonio Callaway of the Cleveland Browns. He just got popped. Suspended four games for substance abuse. Also has a high ankle sprain. So he's going to be out. Uh, We weren't real... Concerned fantasy wise with him, he was going to have a couple boom and bust games, or a couple boom games. Most of them were busts. So, you know, you got o- OBJ and, and Landry there that were, we're monitoring in Cleveland. Wide receiver Antonio Brown of the Oakland Raiders. I <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's, he's he must be crazy or something. He he told the Raiders he will. Not play football again if the league does not allow him to wear his preferred helmet. Well, that helmet is no longer certified safe by the National Operating Committee for Standards in Athletic Equipment. Um, Also, he's still recovering from his severe frostbite from the chirotherapy mishap in France. And then it was just announced the arbitrator has ruled against Antonio Brown in his grievance to wear his helmet... And then AB came out and said he's looking forward to rejoining his teammates. So I guess everything's okay now. But yeah, I think I think he got to be a little little off to play. I don't know, it'd be a diva whiter. Yeah, I don't know. Brown's just nuts. But the one thing with Brown, I never. I, you don't have to question his talent. His talent is there. His work ethic is there. When he's on the field, he's one of the best receivers in the game. That's what I bank on. That's what I rely on. I think it's just off-season hype and boredom, and I don't know. Brown just needs the attention. Who knows? Next, wide receiver Nikhil Harry of the New England Patriots. He suffered an injury from Thursday's preseason game. The Patriots don't see it as a significant setback, though he'll likely miss some practice time, you know, just monitoring. The rookie that they drafted there, There there was some hype, you know, coming out of camps and stuff. Next, quarterback Andrew Luck of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, The Colts remain confident and optimistic. He'll be ready for week one. You know, luck is dealing with that calf string still. It was also said that, uh, you know, the Colts and Browns are having joint practices this week. They're going to be having practices this week, and he's going to sit out and miss, miss the practices. So they're just monitoring, keeping it safe. Again, I bring this up because if this continues and it's week three, week four in the preseason, and he's still not playing then it's a bigger issue than they're making it out to be. So right now we're still, we're just in the monitoring stages, just keeping an eye on this. All right, let's kick it off. Main event, top 10 quarterbacks. Um, so last year, I, I got this interesting stand I want to talk about real quick. So last year, right, including week 17, though, there were a total number of 41 different quarterbacks that put up a top 12 performance. Okay, let that sink in. 41 quarterbacks, top 12 performances. There are only 32 NFL teams. How's that possible, Mark? This is why I'm a fan of the late round quarterback strategy. Stream your quarterbacks, and if, nah, when you hit on a stud, boom shakalaka! I almost forgot. Last year, the point per game differential between quarterback 8 and quarterback 14 was less than a single point. Again, this is why I wait on my quarterback in drafts. Not saying I won't take a stud quarterback if they fall to me at a value. Let's just go ahead and break down the, the top quarterbacks. Let's get into it. Number one, Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. So last year, Mahomes... 5,097 yards, 50 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 272 yards rushing, and two TTs rushing. He had 14 quarterback one weeks. He was so much better than the number two quarterback. I mean, Mahomes was a stud. He broke records, set records. It was pretty much his first year playing. If he's going to repeat what he did last year, then he to me, he deserves that the first round pick, the first round draft grade that everybody's willing to take Mahomes this year. That's the question though. Will he repeat what he did last year? All the stats, all the analytics show that it's not a repeatable season that nothing in the history of the NFL has, has come close to repeating back-to-back seasons like that because nobody's ever done it. I believe he can get close to doing that. He's a generational talent. He is paired with a great head coach and a great offensive coordinator. So, Mike, where do I draft him then? Right now he's going at the 207. So he's going second round on, on most drafts. I personally I'd be comfortable early third round. I can't I can't justify taking him with my second pick on my team, but if if he's there, like let's say I grab a, a stud running back you know in the first round and then Tyreek Hills available in the second and snag him and then Mahomes is there in the third boom I'll take Mahomes take the stack with with uh, with Hill and you know cash your checks at the bank so I got I got Mahomes statted out at 4900 yards 39 touchdowns he's going to hit that 40 40 total touchdowns 13 interceptions and then he's going to run for about 225 yards so that's why I got Mahomes as my number 1 quarterback Number two, Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans. So last year, Watson put up 4,165 yards, 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions, but he ran for a whopping 551 yards and five touchdowns. The question last year was, but you know, before the season, can he maintain this amazing touchdown percentage? It was at 9.3. And guess what? No, he did not. He came back to earth. And he was at 5.1, which is still good. Don't get me wrong. 5.1 is a solid year for quarterbacks as far as the touchdown percentage. I'm excited for to see what Watson can do this year. The one concern for me is he was sacked 62 times. That means he ran around a lot, held the ball a lot. He was trying to extend plays. To start the season, it seemed that it wasn't all that good last year until about halfway through. And then it's like everything clicked. He also lost his wide receivers in Will Fuller and Kiki Coutee. You know, to me, if both of them are healthy, and he's got Hopkins, and then they also added Duke Johnson, who's a great pass-catching running back, that's why I think Watson's going to ball this year. Number three, Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. So last year, Rodgers had 4,442 yards passing, 25 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. Wow. 269 rushing yards with two touchdowns rushing, and that was a down year to what were, you know, what we expected from Rodgers, compared to what he, you know, what he normally does, which this is his average is 4,267 yards and 33.5 touchdowns. So his TD percentage dropped a whopping, dropped to whopping 4.2. To put that in retrospect. He has never been below 5.2, and he averages a 6.2. So many forgot that he played injured last year. I mean, if you, if you can think back, week one, he took a nasty hit right to the leg. We all thought he was going to you know, be out again, missed two years in a row. So Rodgers averages 100 passing attempts in the red zone. Last year, he only had 65. That's what hurt. He took a massive hit. He also had injuries to Geronimo Allison, who was averaging five receptions for 72 yards and a a half a touchdown a game. He was great for fantasy. And then Allison got hurt, and the other rookies there, they didn't step up. So, I see a bounce back here. I think Rodgers, worst case scenario, repeats what he did last year, which is top five, top six quarterback. Still a good quarterback, not worth You know that first, second round draft pick, let him slip, snag him in the fifth, sixth, seventh round, take that to the bank. I mean, you'll be excited with Rodgers, especially if he falls, if because there's other, there's so much other hype right now on other quarterbacks like Watson and Mahomes and Baker Mayfield. You know, so if Rodgers falls, take the value. And then at number four, I got Andrew Luck of the Indianapolis Colts. So last year luck he had 4593 yards passing 39 touchdowns with 15 interceptions and 148 rushing yards it took him about three weeks to kind of figure out how to play football again because it had been a while i had him as one of my guys last year it was you know because the value was just phenomenal he was going as like the 10th quarterback and he bounced back just like i thought he would i love his coach frank reich he knows how to use him They gave him more weapons this year. He's still got T.Y. Hilton. He's still got Eric Ebron for, uh, you know, catching touchdowns. Ebron had an amazing year. What was it, like 15 touchdowns? You know, they added or they drafted Paris Campbell, who's a great, you know, to me, I think Campbell's going to be the T.Y. Hilton replacement. They added Devin Funches, another big body. You know, they addressed their offensive line issues last year finally which you know gives him more time to be dominant behind that thing and just pick apart the defenses so i like luck again he is dealing with the the calf strain so i mean in 2 weeks if he's still dealing with this nagging injury i'll move him down the board but right now i got him as my number 4 quarterback number 5 chica, 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 chica. Baker Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns. That's right. Hype train. Last year, Baker, 3,725 yards, 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, and he ran for 131 yards. Real quick, the stats that 131 yards, honestly, I thought he was going to run more because he seemed like a rushing quarterback in college. That one surprised me just a little bit. So, Yep, you hurt the hype train. It's going to be hard to not have Baker Mania this year. Did you guys see the opening drive of the preseason game where they came out in the two-minute drill and bam, pass, bam, pass, bam, pass, rush, bam, touchdown. I mean, it was just crazy fun to watch them just go down the field, march down the field. Again, I know it was against, like, Second rate defensive players, but guess what? That's what they should do against those kind of players right now. That's what the offense should look like against mediocre, vanilla defenses. So, last year through weeks seven through 16, that's kind of when Hugh Jackson was gone, Freddie Kitchens took over, Baker got, you know, back in the hang of things and, and was dubbed like the starter and the main guy there in Cleveland. He was a quarterback 10. He was ahead of Goff. He was ahead of Rivers. He was ahead of Trubisky. They gave him one of the best weapons in football in Odell Beckham Jr. He had the second highest quarterback rating in the red zone last year. He set the rookie record for passing touchdowns. He gets to keep his offensive coordinator from last year, who's now his head coach in Freddie Kitchens. He's a very, very talented quarterback. He has a ton of weapons. You know, he's got Jarvis Landry and David Njoku. He's got Nick Chubb. I like Baker a lot. I I'm buying the hype. I, I think it's going to be a fun and exciting year. Everybody's pegging them to to be Super Bowl contenders. I think they got talented. the The question to me is just the chemistry. Can they can they get all on the same page? Can they put all this talent to use? Can they use all this talent together? You know, can they be cohesive? That's the only thing that's going to I think hinder Cleveland this year. Number six, Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons. So last year, he had 4,924 yards, passing 35 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He ran for 125 yards and three touchdowns. Ryan had a monster year. He put up multiple top three fantasy seasons. He's got great talent catching the ball in Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Mohamed Sanu, Austin Hooper, and even his running back, Devontae Freeman. He gets his old offensive coordinator back in Derek Cutter. He's familiar with his system. Dirk loves to throw the ball. My only concern for Matty Ice is the touchdown production. He had 35. Matty usually averages 27 to 28 touchdowns a season. You know, I mean, total touchdowns last year was 38. If if Matt can get... 32 plus touchdowns he's worth this number six if he doesn't he's he's gonna disappoint you this year you know the question like i said is can he throw 30 plus touchdowns i think he can one one other side note here is ryan plays indoors in all games but two did you get that matt uh, matt ryan plays in a dome in atlanta right so there's eight games of the six of the 16 that they play then there's only two teams that have outdoor stadiums on the road for him other than that he's indoors every single game he plays much better indoors more of a controlled environment i think matt ryan can do it and repeat top five back-to-back seasons Number seven, Cam Newton of the Carolina Panthers. Last year, he had 3,395 yards, 24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and he ran for 488 yards with four touchdowns on the ground. He was on fire last year until he took that hit from T.J. Watt and injured his shoulder. He had the same surgery like a year or two ago. And guess what? He was great afterwards. I don't. I'm not concerned about his his shoulder this year. I'm expecting the same from him again. To me, he's got the best receiving core he's ever had in DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Greg Olson, and Christian McCaffrey. It, it's shown that Cam has really worked on perfecting that dump off pass to McCaffrey. I mean, we saw what 100 plus receptions for McCaffrey this last year. I, I think they just repeat. I think it's going to be an electric offense. I think it's going to be a fun team to watch. Cam's of value right now because he is slipping in drafts. Weight on quarterback and snag a Matt Ryan, a Cam Newton. I mean, any of the, these guys are going to be a solid value. Double up. If you want to take two quarterbacks, normally I would just suggest one, but if you want to double up and go, all right, you, you know, and it's like, let's say it's the 10th round and you go Matt Ryan and Cam Newton, 10, 11 rounds, right? Boom. If one of them hits, you're gold. If none of them hit, drop them and pick somebody else up. There's so much talent in the quarterbacks this year. You know, I mean, you got like the top four. And then after that, it's it's like the next 14 quarterbacks, to me, are all going to be the same. I mean, like I said, quarterback 8 through 14 last year was less than one point differential in fantasy finishes. So it's not going to really matter. You just want to hit... On your guys from week to week. Next we got number 8. Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles. So last year. 3,074 yards. 21 touchdowns. 7 interceptions. 93 yards rushing. Last year he didn't even finish the season again. They gave him more weapons this year. They added Deshaun Jackson. They traded for Jordan Howard. They drafted Miles Sanders. Basically, Wentz needs Alshon Jeffrey to stay healthy again. He still has Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard in amazing tight ends. I'm excited about Philly bouncing back. I believe they had a Super Bowl hangover, you know, from two years ago. To me, what's the what really stands out and that shocks me, that grabs my attention is the 93 yards rushing. He didn't run a lot last year. He did not run at all. I think he was still he was still recovering from his injury. And it was almost he was still scared, and then he got hurt again. Didn't even finish the season. They they let Foles go. Uh, the team believes in Wentz. I think he's gonna finish. And you know, again, if he stays healthy, if he if he gets the, the if he brings up his rushing attempts a little bit more, I could see him finishing a top five as a top five quarterback. I, I like Wentz. I like Philly this season, so that's why I got him at my number eight spot. All right, we got two more to go. Number nine, Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks. So last year, Wilson had 3,448 yards passing, 35 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and he ran for 376 yards. He had an amazing touchdown percentage last year at 8.2. I don't see that being repeatable again. You know, all the analytics are showing a digression this year. The team wants to run the ball more. He loses his top wide receiver in Doug Baldwin, who retired. You know, Russell still seems to defy logic and put up these great fantasy seasons. You know, they drafted DK Metcalf to be a playmaker. So, Wilson, to me, is the I don't know, is it baseline is what I'm looking for. He's like that level, you know, in, in drafts. So when you're drafting... And once I'm basically waiting until once somebody drafts Russell Wilson. Once Russell Wilson goes in a draft, that's when I'm looking to start focusing on picking up my quarterback for my team. You know, so he's that that level, that line there. I think Wilson can can be a solid quarterback. He's gonna have some he's gonna have some good games this season. That's why I got Wilson at number nine. Last one, number 10, Jared Goff of the Los Angeles Rams. So last year, he had 4,688 yards passing, 32 touchdowns. He had 12 picks, and he ran for 108 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. He leveled up. He finished as quarterback 7. He was a QB 2, quarterback 2, right? He was the number 2 quarterback in total points from weeks 2 to 11. Then they had the bye week, and after that, he was quarterback 26. There were a lot of factors, you know, that brought him down back to the the quarterback 26. It was the injuries to Todd Gurley, to Cooper Cup. They had, you know, they had that bad Super Bowl, and I don't believe he's that quarterback to finish the year. You know, the second half quarterback that we saw. I think Goff is going to be more of this, the first half season. You know, he's got McVay, one of the smartest coaches, who knows how to use and get, get the most out of his players. I see the Rams being a top five offense again this year. But, Mark, what about Gurley and his knee? That offense is only good because of Gurley. Uh, okay, sure. Let's say Gurley's only two-thirds of what he was last year. He still rushes for a 1,000 yards and 12-plus touchdowns. That's enough to be a top-10 fantasy running back that's still good enough to affect the defenses and lighten the load for Goff. This means Goff should throw more. They should also. They also drafted Daryl Henderson, who's a great pass catching back. I've got Goff statted out for 4,200 yards and 30 touchdowns. I think Goff has a a sneaky upside, solid year. You know, he's off a lot of people's draft boards. I think they got. I think he's like averaged like the quarterback 15 right now in drafts. So he's a value. I like him this year. That's why he's my number 10. That's wrapping it up. What do you think? What do you think about my top 10? Hit me up at fantasy knockout. Let me know if I'm crazy. Let me know if I miss somebody that should be in my top 10. Give me some feedback. I want to hear from you guys. Also, go visit the website, fantasy knockout.com. Check out the rest of the rankings. If you know, I didn't talk about somebody that you thought should be up there. Look at the rankings. See where I got them. You know, I know I got Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen a little bit lower, I think they're going to be a good value this year, too. Also, reminder about the knockout giveaway. We're giving away a signed Michael Thomas jersey. You're not going to want to miss out on this. Visit the website. Click on Giveaway. Submit your entries. The giveaway ends on September 8th. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today. Next week, we got the top 10 tight ends. I just want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and review. It'll really help out the show. All right. Till next time. Goodbye.